0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. This episode of Pardes from Jerusalem features Rabbi Alex Israel on Parashat Mitzavim Vayelech. If you are interested in downloading other digital content, you can now find our podcast on Spotify or by visiting elmod.pardes.org. Shalom, welcome to Pardes from Jerusalem. This is Alex Israel. And do you realize that this week, Parashat Nitzavim Vayelech, we are going to celebrate the final Shabbat of the entire year. Uh, by next Shabbat it will be Rosh Hashanah and we'll be into a new year. And I'd like to talk about a fascinating word, a single word, which uh, begins the parsha. And seems to weave its way through the entire parsha, and that is the word Hayom, today. The parsha begins with the idea of a the collective of Israel um, committing themselves to a covenant with God, and it begins Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem. You are all standing today Lifnei Hashem before God Shiftechem Ziknechem your heads of your tribes, your elders, your policemen, kolish Israel, tabchem, your children, Shechem your wives, gerachah shebekerev machanecha, your converts, mechotev every single class, from the higher class to the lower class, even to the water drawers and the woodchoppers, and all together there's this sense of the collective, men, women, educated, non-educated, everyone, to pass through the covenant of God, to sign on to the covenant of God, which God is making with you today. This notion of a covenant so appropriate for us approaching Rosh Hashanah, where we sort of, uh, the beginning of the year, the day where we renew our vows in some way to Hashem, but what is this emphasis on Hayom? And I have to say, this word recurs at the end of the parsha, at the end of Perek at the end of Nitzavim. Ki ha Zot azot hayom. The Mitzvah that I am commanding you today is not beyond you. Or there he says, Today I give you ha-chayim v'tatov v'tamavet vetara, Life and good, or alternatively, death and bad, asher anuchim etzavacha hayom. Because I am commanding you today, la'ahava et Hashem al l'alechet bidrachav. Today I am commanding you to love God and walk in His ways. He gadetzelichem hayom. This emphasis of hayom. Haydoti bachem hayom et Hashemai v'et Haaretz. What's the emphasis on today? There are really two ways to look at this. Either today is talking about a certain juncture in history, a certain particular moment now in history where the covenant is being made. That's option one. Or we're going to look at something which is today, but really every day, really a timeless idea. So let's examine a few different perspectives of how we should look at this Moment of commitment to the covenant here at the end of Sefer Devarim, and we're going to begin, of course, as, well, with who else? With Rashi. Atem hayom kulchem says Rashi. sam nefnei bivrit. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moshe, the great leader who has led Israel for forty years, is now gathering them on the very day of his death. Hayom, hayom, today I'm going to die, and as Rashi says later. Because they were going from leader to leader, from Moshe to Joshua, he decided that they should commit themselves to the covenant so that they wouldn't think that, you know, there was one covenant for Moses and another one for Joshua. And no, on my very last day, I'm making you sign on again to the covenant to make sure that you understand that this covenant is indeed from all time. Or maybe, possibly... You know, whenever there's a juncture point between one leader and the next, things might fall apart. There might be a vacuum, there might be a lull, there might be a dip. And therefore, today, this day, uh, the day that I am going to die, says Moses, I want to reinforce the covenant and explain to you that its terms are still firm and its terms are still um, robust and apply to you now. And for all time it's a powerful powerful idea because um, at that moment one can well imagine Moses having led them for so long that we might think it's the end of an era and nothing will be able to continue after this and Moses of course was the lawgiver par excellence so who knows whether a new leader means new terms of agreements new covenants uh, a new Torah but no And Rashi tells us that, in fact, this is something that was done later in history as well, because when Samuel, the great prophet Samuel, hands over to King Saul, he also gathers all the people together to reinforce the people in their religious commitments, that sometimes um, as we move from one uh, great leader to another, the terms of the covenant need reinforcing. So according to Rashi, at least in this, in this particular explanation of Rashi, there's a particular need right now to reinforce the covenant. Let's go to explanation two. And we're going to talk about a perspective from the famous Gera Rebbe, the Svat Emet. And the Svat Emet says something slightly different. He talks about the idea that, the, that we've already made a covenant. We made a covenant at Sinai. And what is the need to make a new covenant now that Moshe is is dying? Do we have to make a covenant um, in every generation? Is this something that we're going to need to do every 40 years? The Svatemet might also be riffing off the verse which ended the Tochacha in chapter uh, 28 verse 69 where it says, after the, the, the covenant here, it says These are the words of the covenant that Moses made with the people in the plains of Moav at the end of the 40 years in addition to the covenant that he made at Mount Sinai at Chorev So what's this sense of renewal of the covenant? What is it? And the Swatemet makes an amazing comment. He says that, and this is so appropriate as we approach the 10 days of repentance, he says, Moshe Rabbeinu wants to show to the Jewish people the power of tshuva. Why? He says, because at Mount Sinai we made a covenant and as a nation we hadn't yet sinned. We were in a status of tzaddikim gemurim. We were perfectly righteous at Mount Sinai. We'd come out of our slavery, and we made our way to the mountain, and we were inexperienced. We hadn't yet sinned as a nation, and then we signed on to the covenant. But then of course what happened? We forty days later were dancing around a golden calf, and as a nation we sinned, and of course after that what followed was a whole a whole series of sins. But says the Swatemet for Aharachit now, after their sins, they have now regrouped at the end of the 40 years, and they have, if you want, repented. They have returned to God. They have put aside all their wrongdoing. And now they come to make a covenant, and they come to pronounce the blessing if they follow God, and the curse if they um, transgress. And he says, kablu biyeter oz. This is even a stronger covenant than the one previously. In other words, aten You are standing here today, not as newbies, not as inexperienced people, not at the beginning of your life. But after you've lived a little bit, after you've made mistakes, and yet you, even after you've sinned, you've come back. And you have the power to renew those vows, to renew the covenant, to come back to God. And here says the swatemet, the famous statement of the rabbis, that, in the place that a penitent stands, even a perfect Sadiq cannot stand. And of course the question is why, but we might say that somebody who has tasted a sin, somebody who has strayed away, it's much more difficult to come back from afar. It's much easier to do things with a clean slate than to take that slate and etch away at it and rub away the sins and then come back. Svatemet says, You're here to renew the covenant now. Now after 40 years of, of of sinfulness, now you're renewing the covenant. Wow, look at you. Right, Look at you, you have the possibility of tshuva. And that's a really powerful message going into Rosh Hashanah. We might have made errors this year. We might have diverged from the promises we've made ourselves or the standards we have set ourselves. This year has certainly brought us with surprises and thrust us into unexpected situations. But there is, there is always, there is always a way back. I'd like to go into a third reading of this Hayom. And here is uh, a famous statement, quoted by Rashi in in, in last parsha, where he says that today I command you the Torah. And Rashi says, Bechol yom let the Torah be renewed every day. And in this reading, I just read gave two readings that this hayom relates to a particular juncture in history, according to Rashi, the changeover of leaders. According to the Svatemet in Taf Reish Lamid Gimel, um the experience of the wilderness. But in this second reading of the Svatemet from Taf Reish Nun Chet, the Svatemet is going to say that Hayom doesn't mean today. Well, it applies today and tomorrow and the next day. In other words, Hayom b'chol Yom, every day. You are standing here today, but when you read this tomorrow, it's also going to be today. And when you read it next week, it's also going to be today. Um and he says that really the idea here is that this is timeless. That when the whole time throughout our parsha, and I mentioned in my opening remarks that the parsha keeps on repeating this word, Moshe, keeps on saying, Today, behold, I have put before you today life and goodness and death and evil, which I am commanding you today to love the Lord your God and follow His ways and keep his, his commandments and His statutes and His judgments. And if you live and you will expand, then God will bless you. Um, But if you won't, you know, I'm telling you today, etc. In other words, I'm telling you today, but this applies every single day. And the Svatemet met here, in his comments in a later year, Tav Nun Ches, says that this relates to um, the idea of hit chachut, the idea that the Torah is, so to speak, given anew every single day. Every day we have to ask ourselves, how does the Torah apply to me anew? Because the Torah that applied to me when I was, let's say, a child in school, is not what applies to me as an adult. The Torah that appealed to me when I was 18 is different now that I'm 25 or or 55. I have new experiences and new personal situations. I might be living in a different place. Before I was single, now now I am a parent. Um, Now I was a parent of young children. Now I'm a parent of adult children. Now I'm a grandparent. Life throws at us all sorts of different things. And every single day we have to renew our connection with Torah. And therefore, when we read this this year, we read the words, you know, you are standing here today, all of you before God, your elders, your children, your wives, your converts, everyone to go through the Brit of Hashem, to go through the covenant of God. We have to experience this existentially and ask ourselves, what covenant am I making with Torah today? Torah might be a tree of life, but what does my life need today and this leads me to another famous Hasidic thinker Rabbi Nachman Breslav, in his Likutei Moharan where he um, has an amazing statement but maybe before I I get to the statement I'll tell you an interesting story or a funny almost comical story uh, I live in Gush Etzion which is halfway between Jerusalem and Chevron, uh, and uh, one day I was filling up my car in the in the gas station there and I was approached by, p- approached by a young man uh, who was very clearly a Breslava and he comes to me asking me for money and I said, well, why do you need money? He says, I need to fill up the car. Achi. Hey brother, I need to fill up the car. I said, where are you going? He says, I'm going to visit Abba. I'm going to visit my father. I said, Abba? He said, yes, Father Abraham. Father Yitzchak, Father Yaakov, I'm going to Hebron. Hebron is the Kever Machpelah, the traditional burial place of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, of Sarah, Rivka, and uh, Leah. I said to him, Achi, Hey, brother, where are you from? He said, I'm from Jerusalem. Now, just between you and me, Jerusalem is about 15 kilometers away. In other words, he left Jerusalem with a totally empty cas- a tank of petrol and uh, he wanted me to help fill up his petrol tank <sighs> where does that come from what is that living in the moment and i don't think i really understood that living in the moment until i read this this uh, statement of likute maharan torah rashaim bet hayom imbikolotishmau today if you listen to god and he says here ze gadol ba'avodat hashem says rabbi nachman this is a broad rule in service of god what you should put in your sights is just today in other words take every day as it comes you know if somebody is trying to to grow in their relationship with god if somebody maybe is trying to become more religious or or take on learning imagine if somebody had to say I'd like to learn through the entire Talmud. But you know what they say? Today I'll learn one page, and tomorrow I'll learn another page, and the next day I'll learn another page, and then suddenly, after seven and a half years, admittedly it is a marathon, they have finished the entire shas. If a person has to say, What? I'm going to go and put on to fill in every day of my life, we say, You know what? Put on to fill in today. Say a prayer today, maybe tomorrow you'll say two. Just look at today. Look at how you can make today special. Don't ask yourself, "Will I keep Shabbat for the rest of my life?" Say, "Today I'll keep Shabbat," and then next week, ask yourself differently. This is Rabbi Nachman. By the way, he doesn't only say this about spirituality. I'll just read the line he says: uh, "You should put in your sights only that day." Haim be Parnasa. That's as regard your livelihood. Vitzdarchuta, zarich miyom just take each day as it can, uh, as it as it comes, uh, as it says, And and I think that's why my friend at the gas station hadn't filled up his car. You know what? I'll make it to Gush Etzion, then maybe I'll make it to Hebron, then maybe I'll make it further. I have to say, this is not really my approach, neither to my Avorat Hashem, nor to my livelihood. But I do think there's something very interesting in the Rabbi Nachman's approach. I'll read another line. He says, "Kiksherotzim li kanev avodat Hashem." When you want to serve God, need meh adam Kiluhu hu masak kaved. It can just sometimes be so heavy and overwhelming. ve shal lo li sa masak kaved kazu. You just can't cope with such a commitment. Avok shiach hasho But if you, if you think you've just got to get through today, lo yielo masak la. I have a friend of mine who's a runner and I also run sometimes and sometimes you're running and it goes really well and occasionally you just say I, I, I've got to stop and he taught me he said listen just, don't ever stop if you say you're gonna run six kilometers run a 6k if you're gonna run an 8k run an 8k but what happens if you hit the wall at 4k so he said say I'm just gonna finish this kilometer then you get to the next kilometer say I'm gonna finish at the next kilometer all I have to do is get to the end of this kilometer until the wall clears and that's exactly what Rabbi Nachman is teaching us when it comes to doing mitzvot. He says if you say you've only got today, lo masakla, it won't be a burden. Uh shelo But also, you won't procrastinate. You won't leave it till tomorrow. Le'mor You won't say tomorrow I'll begin kavanah. Tomorrow I'll start praying with Kavanah, Um Instead of that, you'll do what you have to do just today, and you'll take tomorrow for tomorrow, but hopefully that way you will make progress. (inaudible) Atem nitzavim hayom kulchem. Today you're standing to go into the covenant. The way that Rabbi Nachman reads it is, take care of today today, and who knows where you'll be tomorrow. So we've offered, in a very simple phrase of hayom, Four different readings of this particular passage. For Rashi, it was very, very timely. We're at a very, very critical and sensitive juncture in history. Moses is leaving the stage and Joshua is taking on. We're leaving the wilderness and we're going to Israel, and we have to know that the same Torah which took us in the wilderness is taking us forward, the same covenant, it's unchanging. And that's why Hayom particularly today at the Nexus point, we commit ourselves. For the Swat Emet, It was actually about the stage that the people were at. Here we're not newbies. We we, we are experienced now, and yet we can still renew the covenant. Even if we've done all sorts of mistakes in the past, now's the time of renewal. The Svat in another reading, takes it in a timeless direction and says that we have to feel the renewal of our Torah and every day to feel like it is Hayom, The Torah for today is is something which we need to re-experience and we need to see Torah as part of our lives wherever we are and therefore every day we wake up in the morning and say today I'm going to renew the covenant where I am today last year we weren't living with a virus now we are how are we going to renew our Judaism in this difficult circumstance and last, we have Rabbi Nachman, who says, sometimes looking forward is just overwhelming. Sometimes to think, how can I reach that goal is overwhelming. So cut it into a day at a time. Just say, Hayom, Hayom in Bekolo tishma'u. today, today, keep, uh, you know, go running today. Um, do the mitzvah today. Today, I'll make it to Selichot. Today, I'll be really careful to talk to my children or my mother or whoever it is, with patience. And tomorrow? Well, tomorrow's another day. And who knows, maybe the energy that I was able to muster today will even raise me to a higher level for tomorrow. I hope that some of these teachings, which come from a variety of backgrounds, uh, will help us and help and inspire us. It's fascinating, as I said in my opening remarks, that we talk about renewing our covenant at this moment in the Jewish year when we are in a state of renewal, as we're approaching a new year and 10 days of renewal, 10 days of repentance where we're asked to sort of examine where we've been and where we're going. And I hope we can all say at some level that we are indeed also standing here today, where we are today, to renew our covenant to renew the covenant with God, which God is making, we should feel the intimacy, as if God is making it with us, Hayom, today. Thank you very much. I'd love to wish you all a Shana tova, a k'tiva V'Chatima Tova, to be written and sealed for a good year, for a prosperous year, for a year of Bracha, baruchniot Niyot in physical things and spiritual things. Um, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcast today. Be sure to visit us on Spotify, where you can subscribe to any of our other podcast channels, or visit us at almod.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.